Yes, Nicola, look at you. We're in the Good nice afternoon, place. Lincoln. Good afternoon, Lincoln. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, things in yourself. I am doing super duper fantastic and SBLadocious. It's Monday, Monday morning, baby. Yes, and it's and a beautiful it's a hot, hot, hot Monday morning. A hot Monday morning. I'm enjoying the wonderful weather that we've been having. I know. I'm surprised that we're having this at the end of August, toward the end of August. Usually start to get cold by now. Sometimes, not always. But remember, everything is climate change. Everything, you well, know. Well, that's what I'd like. I'd like the, the snow to go to the Caribbean. Not the Caribbean, but yeah, the Caribbean. <laughs> and the Caribbean weather to come here. <laughs> Yeah, baby, let's make a switch. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, I know you do. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Lincoln, how was your weekend? My weekend was relaxing, was crazy. I, I'm trying to upload these videos, and they're driving me nuts. You know, I'm self-boxing. You know, I'm self-boxing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, because they're driving me nuts. It's uh, I paid for these... Um, I have so much payments going out from this auto payments, right? This one, I got to go put my system together and find out who am I paying that I'm not using because I'm not using a whole lot of them. They're charging me. Anyways, I'm paying for this, these additional storage at, at, at um, iCloud and Google and all of these things. And I can't get any one of these things working. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They, every time you go to use them, they say you don't have enough disk space. I, I'm paid. I have 200 gig of space. You have to one upgrade, 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 and upgrade more. Yeah, one terabyte at, at iCloud, 200 at, at Google, and they're telling me you don't have enough disk space, not enough storage space. And I, I paid you, and you call them. They, they give you the run around and you do that and you go and you try it again. You know, <laughs> I agree with you. It's, it's true because um, I needed a new cell phone. I've yeah. had my new iPhone for around three months now. The phone is over $1,300. Um, I had issues with it. It's lagging when I receive phone calls. Mm -hmm. Nobody hears me. And sometimes when I call them, I can't hear them. So mm -hmm. I brought my phone into Apple. They ran tests and they told me that it was fine. Mm -hmm. Right. And mm -hmm. then um, I had another issue with the battery. The battery is supposed to last 24 hours. Mine hardly lasts 12 hours. They mm -hmm. did the battery test, said it was fine. Now, over the weekend, all my calls were dropping. I couldn't mm -hmm. turn the, the phone was on and I couldn't answer the phone calls. The screen was blank. So mm -hmm. guess what? For the third time, I'm going to take my phone into Apple. And this time I'm going to demand seeing a manager and getting my phone replaced because I did not pay for the Apple care. If I paid the $300 for the Apple care, sure. They would have given me another phone, but that would be $1,600. I find it ridiculous. The phone is still under warranty. They should be able to just give me a new phone. So Indeed. that's the issue that I'm having too. Um, and yeah. that's a crazy thing. Like these, these companies are just gorging us for money. Yeah. That's all the they're doing government just sit back and goes ah oh, you can rape them <laughs> you just like using that word but it's like true if you, think, if you think of the, the what they what they do right like for an example you're paying for iCloud right and the mm -hmm. iCloud that you're paying for is the storage for you for the the information on your phone is supposed to upload to iCloud um so you free up space on yeah. your phone yeah. right okay it doesn't work that way like in 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 iCloud, all my pictures, 
all my movies, all my videos, right? Um, in iMovie, my, what I edit, edit and all that stuff, all of them still on the phone. I, I have iMovie 11, taking up like 12 gigabyte of disk space. Mm -hmm. um, the photo, photo taking up eight gigabyte of disk space. So you call them up and you said, well, I thought the reason my purpose for paying for iCloud was so is to free up these disk space um, on my phone. Mm -hmm. Right? They go, well, that's what that's how it's supposed to work. It is supposed <laughs> to work. Um, Lincoln. But it's not I working not, that way. <laughs> yeah, it's not working that way. You'll it's need to use trip. another word. Do not use the word rape. That's just not gonna fly here. So choose a different word. They are taking advantage of you and we'll leave it that way. We will not use okay. the word rape. All right. Okay. All right, okay. let's get started. Happy Monday, beautiful people. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Lemonade Lounge, the world's number one podcast where you get your mind, body, body, and money juices flowing. Okay, all right. That's the money I'm juice. I'm your host. I'm your I'm your host, Nicola. And I'm your other host, Lincoln, your crazy host. Yeah. That's right. And together we would love to squeeze, squeeze your lemon. Squeeze your lemon. <laughs> Does that sound like lemon squeezing sweet people? I don't think so, Lincoln, but it works for you. So, Lincoln, what are your intentions for today's podcast? Uh... You know, my intentions for today's podcast, I never thought about it, but since you're asking, I'm going to think of something. I'm going to... Okay. I've been doing a lot of research lately. I'm going to keep it simple, though. I'm not telling a story. On, on, on money. If you want to be successful, you got to understand how money works. And so for the past couple of months, I've been just researching a lot about money, you know, studying Ray Dalio and a bunch of people, right? And uh, this book is just prime, you know, this information is prime to what we're doing right now. So my intentions today is just to, to hopefully learn something to take it and go use it. I just, can I tell you a quick story? Quick, quick, quick. Go ahead, sir. Just, go ahead. I, I just, I was watching a video with this black guy the other day, and he's talking about um, investing $5 a day. And I know this. I know about compound interest, the law of compound interest. And it's funny because $5 a day is like $1,825 a, a year, I believe, right? Something like that. And, but when he, when, when he does $5 a day, it, it comes out in 20 years, it comes out to like two point something million dollars, right? Over the, over the 20 years. And when you really think about it, um, I, it's a very simple process that a lot of us can, can do, right? A lot of us are spending five, more than $5 a day. Starbucks. Right? <laughs> Starbucks. Yeah. Or, but we don't watch it that way, right? So if you if you're 20 years old, even if you're 30 or 40 like me, um, five dollars a day for the next 20 years could yield you over two million dollars. That's a pretty decent money. In I don't care how much, 30 years from now, two million dollars will still be decent money, right? So so think of it in small steps when we're talking today. 
Don't think you have to be rich to, to save money, but think of investments rather than savings in a bank, right? You can still put a little bit away for a rainy day, as they would say, but think of investments because when you have investments, you can always pull it out, right? So you, if you only have $5 and the choice is put in a savings account or invest it, I would say invest it. And you don't have to have rich, you don't have to be rich to invest these days because you have all kind of apps, wealth simple, um, uh, coin, what, Coinbase, you have uh, uh, Round, ro ro what, Robinhood, you have all these different apps nowadays that you can use. So, and you can buy a lot of shares. I just bought 100 shares of a stock the other day, it was a dollar, right? You can buy shares for 50 cents and just leave it there for the next 20 years. You never know. $5 a day. I love it. So my intentions? Yeah. Learn how to put $5 away. away. $5 a day away. <laughs> $5 away every day. Every 365 day. days. Yeah. Yeah. That's $1,825, right? That's what you said. I don't have my yeah. calculator to check. Yeah, it's it's 1825. I know it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Awesome. 1825. So, all right. So his intention is to get you to put $5 away, save $5 away, invest $5 each day. My intention is simply to have you invest one-tenth of your paycheck. So if you get paid bi-weekly, one-tenth of your paycheck bi-weekly. And then you will have probably around the same as Lincoln, if not more, in 20 years. Yeah, and, and, and one-tenth of your paycheck might come out to $5 a day. I'm just saying, it, you know, a lot of people think that they don't have money. Uh, investments are one for the rich, right? But I know that, what you're saying. That, landscape, that landscape has changed. So if you can do one tenth and one tenth of your paycheck is a hundred bucks a month or 200 bucks a month or 500 bucks a month, do that, whatever yeah. it is. What I'm yeah. saying is you have options of how you want to invest. You yeah. could even start with $1 a day if that's what works for you. Yeah. But start putting some money aside because you've earned that money and you can hold on to that money, you can keep that money. You don't have to share that money. You don't have to donate that money. You've earned it. And that's what the problem is. Sometimes we feel that we have to always give, 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 and we forget about ourselves. And that's how you remain poor. You need to be able to remember yourself and invest in yourself the same way you would invest in other things. The same way you'd invest in a nice purse or a new outfit. It's the same way you need to invest in yourself. Yeah, um, let's get even a little nitty gritty than that. So, because there's a ton lot of people who make, you know, warrant who, who live, um, bill, they call it poverty. I, I don't like to use the word poverty because paycheck poverty, to paycheck, yeah. what? what are you yeah, poverty is in the mind. There's a lot of people who lived in and lives in dire needs and don't make a lot of money, right? Don't earn and. That's a self-esteem issue, so we could talk about that on a different day. But don't say, and this is what um, I say. I used to say too, um, I don't have enough to save. 
I got to cover this and I got to do that. And then, right. Because there's so much, but then you go to the store and you buy a bag of chips for $2, <laughs> right? Yeah. You don't need that chips, right? Or you buy some candy, right? For a dollar. That's money because we think we don't look at a dollar or 50 cents or $5 as money. You know, it's a, if it's 10 or 20 or a hundred, that's a different story. Even sometimes $10, it's only $10, right? No, it's not. A, one penny is money. And that's the attitude you got you to gotta have towards it. One penny is money. So when you're thinking of, um, oh, I only make, uh, you know, um, X, Y, Z about $10 an hour. I can't save my, no, you're spending money right now unnecessary that could be put away. Open a, 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 a Robin Hood account or a Wealth Simple account. We'll drop the links at the bottom of the video so you could do that. Okay? Simple. Yes, and you can buy, you can find stocks for 50 cents. I'm telling you, $2, that bag of chips could buy you four stocks. Four All right. Stocks. Thank you, Lincoln. Yeah. I think we got the intention. So today's lemon is the book, The Richest Man in Babylon by George S. Clausen. You like the way how she segue with that, folks? She always like- Yes, one of, getting back boom, on track. Manhandle me. Okay. Oh, boom, boom, boom. So <laughs> this is a continuation from last week. Last week, we spoke about um, uh, uh, investing, right? Um, we, we spoke about the seven cures for a lean purse. Right. And now we're going to talk about um, the rest of the book, the remainder of the book. Lincoln, let me ask you a question. Did you have the opportunity to read the book? Yeah, I read through it. I read through okay. it. I a, you know, I read this book many times. It's just that I don't, um, uh, uh, you know, you don't remember everything, but when you're going through it, you go, oh, yeah, I Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I've got a lot of highlights, right? I'm a highlighter. So when I go through the book, all my pages are highlighted. Things that resonate with me always get highlighted. Okay. Is there a quote so have you, that have you, have you, You're always trying to call me out, right? So you ask me some tricky questions to call me out to see, like you're trying to see if I read the book. Don't do that. Just Let's just get into it. Okay. So my question to you is, do you have a quote that resonated with you? There's a lot resonate with me. All right, can you give us a quote that you read that resonated with you since you highlighted stuff? No, you give a quote. <laughs> okay, so as last week, as you know, I was stuck on the 110th. And with my yeah. intention, I was stuck on the 110th, right? So yeah. this week we're talking about the, um, the laws of gold, right? So with the laws of gold, back then in Babylon, Babylon, it was gold. Now we focused on money. You mm. could think about gold, you could think about silver and different things you invest in. So instead of using the word gold, you can use money or whatever you want to invest in, right? Mm -hmm. And um, here is one. This is the first law of gold. Gold cometh gladly and increasing quantity to any man who will put buy not less than one-tenth of his earnings to create an estate for his future 
and that of his family. Again, I mentioned the one tenth. So this is my thing, putting away one tenth, and I'm sticking to it. Throughout the book, um, there are different stories about families and uh, actually I shouldn't say families. It's all about men in this book and how they invested, how they lost money, how they learned lessons and how they were able to provide for their families, right? And it all starts um, by putting away some money. Another thing that I found interesting in this book, and this book is over a hundred years old. Um, what I found interesting, or maybe it's almost a hundred years old. What I found interesting was um, there was one individual, he was in debt and he decided he needed to change his life and he was gonna come out of debt. He owed all these lenders money. He owed people money from everywhere. And they were coming after him. And he said to them, and it, each time they came after him, they were charging him more interest. And they were just digging him deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into debt. And I realized that's what happens in today's society. When you use your credit card and you max it out, and then you have another credit card, you max it out, then you have a loan and you have all, two credit cards and a loan to pay. Plus you have, say, a mortgage to pay. When your money comes in, your money is going to your mortgage, your two credit cards, and your loan. When you're finished doing the minimum payments on these products, guess what? You have nothing left for yourself. So in the story, he realized that he was just digging himself deeper and deeper and deeper into debt by paying these bills off, by trying to rise. So he reached out to the lenders and said, look, I can't afford to pay you all this money because once I pay to you, I don't have money to put food on my table. I have no money to take care of my family. So he negotiated with them to set a different amount so he could pay them monthly. What I'm saying is people, if you're in a similar situation, you could reach out to your bank. You could reach out to the creditors and you can let them know, look, I only make so much. I have all these bills that I have to pay. A lot of times they do a consolidation loan. If that works for you, do it, but it does affect your credit. It will impact your credit. So these are other things you need to think about too. But reach out to the companies and um, set up something so that you could pay them monthly. It may not be the full amount. And keep in mind, when you're paying them off, you're paying them off. You're not paying it, using it, paying it, using it. You're going to stop using it. You're going to just pay it off, get it out of the way. Another thing that I used to live by, and I haven't lived by it for quite some time, is if you have the money, use your money, spend it, do what you need to do. Stop digging yourself in debt. So, for instance, if you have a credit card, the limit is $10,000, right? And you have the money, use your cash and um, pay for the trip. If you have a credit card where you know you have points and you know you could pay it off in full, use the credit card, pay for the trip. And as soon as it hits the credit card, you then, the purchase, as soon as the purchase hits the credit card and you see that um, there's a balance on your credit card, use your cash and pay it off in full. This way you earn the points, your, um, 
credit rating stays in A1 shape and you have no debt. The whole purpose is to get yourself out of debt. Sure, it's okay to have some credit. If you have credit, do your best to pay it off, pay it down. It's important to have money for emergencies. And if there's an emergency, use your credit card then, then pay it off, right? Stop putting yourself in debt. You know, this the, is what the book focuses on. All the, the trials the, that these men through went through um, when they were in debt. Yeah, there's there's some good points um, and and great points as uh, and um, I agree with some of it. Um, but also keep in mind, uh, you know, there are good debts as well. So you should go learn. There's a lot of videos on YouTube that you could learn, um, or there's Coursera. There's all these places you could go learn. There are good debts and bad debts. And uh, sometimes one of the biggest challenge we have is um, not enough money um, to cover uh, all these debts, right? You know, I was, I was looking at, it's easy to get the credit card, right? The credit card company is very luring. They, they, they give it to you very easily. They increase your limits. They do all these things. And we're very weak to those things because we need, you know, they, they, their credit cards, we think they're like safety nets, but when we're spending them, we don't think about the pain part of it. When we're mm -hmm. spending it, uh, it is when the bill comes, we think about, oh my God, we got to pay this. Um, so it's very challenging to navigate with credit cards and debts and all of that. I hear people, it's nice to say, pay them off, but if you don't have the money, you can't pay them off. And you only realize this after the credit cards are, are maxed out. That shit, I can't pay them off. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Because you don't have enough money. So there, there is a lot of play here. So there are good debts. You can find out how good debt works and see if some of these credit card debts could and we did a podcast good on good debt already. We did a podcast yeah. on it. But you, can go, you can go and you can yeah. listen to the podcast or you could go and Google and learn about it. And then there's a there's bad debts, right? So you could go and you could find out how can I, you know, take care of all these debts. But the 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 one I really like the idea of calling your your lenders because people are afraid of of um of calling their lenders. They get scared because they they don't think they're gonna work with them. But you know, the worst thing can happen is that they say no, and then all you gotta do is just keep talking to them until they say yes. Well, there's always a way out. So call your lenders, they'll work with you. The, uh, the only time they won't work with you is if you're hiding. <laughs> right? you're, or you're trying to hide at least, right? So uh, it, it, I learned something one time from a, from a uh, I, was, I was a young kid, from um, the CEO. Everybody was saying, you gotta save, you gotta save, you gotta save, you gotta save. And the CEO said, one thing he said, how can you save what you don't have? That was his question, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And uh, everybody looked around and started looking at each other. <laughs> that makes sense, right? So mm -hmm. first, the first thing you must do is look at what you have, what you have, right? And, and make notes of what you have, right? That means how much money you have coming in. What you know, a lot of people in the in US is getting free checks right now from the government, right? Mm -hmm. as, as they should, you well deserve it. 
Um, don't just run around and jump around and go, oh, there's some good free money. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they go spend it, right? I was looking at the economy. It's booming because all this money is going back in the economy. Take, take, you know, think of it. This is an opportunity that you have some an influx of money coming in. Take the time to look at where, where can I put this money? Where it's best? What's the best place to put it? Maybe not back into the, the shops and the stores. Maybe the best place to put it is maybe in your cards, your credit cards. Maybe the best place to put this money is in an investment, right? For an example, uh, I made an investment the other day, right? And I was weighing against, should I pay my credit card off or should I put that money into an investment? Now, when I sat down and did the math, it made more sense for me to put it in the investment because the, the interest rate I'm paying on my credit card, 19.99, which I just called and asked them to bring it down to the lowest they said they could come 16.99. And they said, they're going to do it. I said, oh, yes, sweet baby. Boom. Right. So, but my investment that I put it in um, have been having a consistent yield, a consistent return year after year for more than 55%, right? So uh, on an annual basis. So I look at it and I go, okay, if I double from, from 16.99, if I get 35% return, it's worth the investment. So I would mind, so that for me makes sense. So if I even get 35%, I am earning more than paying up on my money than paying my credit card, than the interest. So that's how I, I, I would I would I make the decision on whether I should pay it off or, or put the money in the investment. Uh, I don't I just don't go and make this and pay it off because if I'm making more money in the investment on an annual basis, I could take that money and pay the credit card. <laughs> Right, take some of it and pay the credit card and have some left. Right, so sometimes you gotta you gotta look at look at things um, to see how it will work for you. Now, I didn't do this when I was in my twenties. I didn't have anybody sitting me down <laughs> and pen this shit out and said, Lincoln, this is how you need to do it. Right, um, I learned these things as I get older. Anyways, and I had to take it up on myself to do so. Uh, and it's weird how. We teach people how to become doctors. We teach people how to become sales, great salespeople, leaders. Um, we teach people how to become lawyers. Everything, right? We have a we have a a, 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 a lesson for everyone, right? To become a professional, but we never sit people down and teach them about money. Nobody ever sit me down and teach me about money, how money works, and money in itself is a profession. That's why they're financial advisors, they're accountants, they're all these people. And believe me, I've met accountants who is deep in debt. <laughs> they're accountants and they're not good with their own money. <laughs> you know, so it's um, it's weird how that is, right? We got to um, take it up on ourselves to go and learn certain things. Anyways, I'm going to say something that you might not like, but I need to use this word just for this moment. And I'm entitled to use this word. I wrote this down way back when, when I first read the book and I came across it. Um, I wrote it down. It says, Lincoln, make money your slave and your laborers. And the reason why I wrote that down 
was because it talks about how your offsprings, right? Money, your 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 initial investment um, is the parents, right? They go out and they work hard. That's your money, and then they create offsprings, which is um, the interest they earn or the money they go out and earn, right? And then those offsprings create more offsprings, <laughs> right? And then it just, so they're your laborers. So they said, making money while you're asleep, this is a great way to make money while you're asleep. I checked my Bitcoin this morning and I go, oh, 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 and I got excited <laughs> because I made some money while I was asleep, right? <laughs> you know, and uh, so it's, it's, it's important to just, um, put some away, get into it, and you'll be amazed how excited you excited it becomes and how excited you start feeling after a while. Right? At first, it seems like, eh, you know, but after a while, after a month or two, and you start seeing, oh, I have $100 in there. Oh, I've invested $150, $200, and I earned some money, made 20 bucks. You start getting more and more and more excited, right? And, and, the, and the more you do that, the more it will. So just make that first step. That first step. And that's all I got to say, folks. <laughs> Thank you, Lincoln. Thank you, Lincoln. I have um, a that is correct. I have a, I have a question mm -hmm. for you, Nicola. Because. Can I say something uh, first before the yes. question? Remember the question. So yes. to add on to what you just said, I agree with you. Because whatever we put our mind to, or on, we focus on, wherever we put that focus, that's what's going to show up. So yeah. if you focus on making money, you're going to attract more money, right? So if you save more money, if you put money aside, you save it, it's just going to compound and you're gonna have more and more and more and more because that's just how the universe works. Uh -huh. Now, what is your question? My question is, is this, because um, you're in the banking sector, and so you have an understanding of this um, very well, right? Very well. Um, if you were to, to advise um, someone about, uh, I'm trying to word this, word this here. Okay. If you were to advise someone about savings versus investing, right? What would you what would you sit down and say to them? Because they're two different things, right? You need some put some money away for a rainy day. You're one third, one tenth, right? But in my head, that money in the savings account is just like dead money because just sitting there. The bank give you like. Zero, 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 zero interest return on it, right? Versus putting it someplace where you probably have possibility of a 10, 15, 20% yield is, um, is there. So what would you say to those people? Because there are savings accounts. And if, because my key is, my question is revolve around um, not having enough to do both. That was the question. So okay. what would you advise someone? So when you phrase it that way, not having enough money to do both. Mm. Um, having that background, 
I cannot just give you an answer and say, do this. Because with my due diligence, I would actually have to sit and look at that client's portfolio, how much income they make, Mm -hmm. because there is a breakdown on how much you should save, how much should go towards your housing, how much should go towards your food. There is a breakdown, right, that Mm -hmm. we look at. And it depends on how much that individual is making, how much cash flow they have. So for instance, if it was somebody that came in and they said, I have $1,000 every month, Mm. right? And I would like to put $12,000 away for the year, $1,000 a month. What is the best investment? Mm -hmm. Then we would do a test to see what their, um, how much risk they're willing to take, right? It's dependent, like if you're gonna get um, stocks, mutual funds, GICs. So you'd have to sit with a financial advisor that mm-hmm. could actually discuss all these products with you mm-hmm. and see how much risk you're willing to take. Because in this book, what's great about it it talks about keeping your principle. When you invest, you always want to invest and keep your principle. So once uh, you've doubled your money, you could just take your principle out, invest it in something else. And whatever you invested, that's um, the interest is being compounded. You're making money from that already. All of that is basically free money, but it's not free money but it's money you're making from your principal. So there are GICs, there are treasure. There's so many things that you can invest in. My advice is you speak to your financial advisor, phone your bank, um, phone somebody, do your research as well. I always go back to research and see what you think you're able to do. Like um, find out if stocks would be good for you. Find out if there's somebody that can manage the money for you or if this is something that you have to keep on top of and watch like on a daily basis, monthly basis to see if you're earning money or losing. You should really and truly just speak to a professional. So sorry, Lincoln, I did not tell you what to do. If you have the money, put it in a savings account or invest it. I can't because I have to look at your full portfolio and see, find out what you do monthly with your money before I tell you what to do with your money, how to invest it. No, it, it makes some sense. It makes sense, right? Um, it's, it's, um, I would add something to what you just said, which is, which is very important. I'm going to go do it, is um, talk to a financial advisor, right? Because sometimes we go, why do I need to talk to a financial I don't have no money to talk to a financial advisor, <laughs> you know? That's what they're there for, to help you. But that's funny. But that's the reason why you should talk to a financial advisor. Because you have no money. (laughs) Right? So these things, this is what I'm saying. We need to teach, people need to learn. Um, It's the mindset training, right? We need to understand because no, we're not raised this way. So we need to learn that these, these things are there to help us, not to go against us. But in our head, in our head, in my head, for sure, I know that and I know a few people that said the same things is that when you talk about financial advisors, like, why do I don't have any money? Why do I need a financial advisor? Right. And this is the, the mindset this is the attitude towards that, because we're not trained from young age to say, OK, if you don't have money, it's the time to talk to a financial advisor. 
As a matter of fact, this is why parents need to do with their kids. Take them to talk to financial advisors at a young age, right? You know, every six months, go to see a financial advisor with your children so they could learn about how money works and investments and stuff like that. Because if I was learning those things, I wouldn't have, um, I, I wouldn't have the attitude and mindset I have towards money. No, do a financial <laughs> checkup. Yeah. Yep. See, there you go. Financial checkup. See where you stand, how much debt you win. And if you have $10, $10, they will, it doesn't matter. The bank will, will show you how to, uh, how to earn 20 because the bank want your money in their account. <laughs> yes, they do because they could take that money and lend it out to other people and make more money. Interesting, right? That's how they make so, money. Yeah. So, so the bank financial advisor to you is free. Financial advisor, personal banker, just go to your bank and figure out who yeah. you can speak to. Yeah, that's it. You know, they speak to someone there and it's free. They give you good free advice because keep in mind, they want your $10 in their bank account. <laughs> Another thing um, that I liked about this book, Lincoln, it talks about opportunities, right? Uh -huh. A lot of times opportunities are right in front of it, us. And we just let them go. We ignore them. So once you start saving money, you're going to end up having a lot more opportunities show up your way. And you have to be cognizant about these opportunities and take advantage of these opportunities. Yeah. Because once one opportunity shows up, opportunities are going to attract more opportunities. And that's the way life works. Whatever you put out into the universe, you're going to attract. So if you put out, you're always in debt, guess what? You're going to forever attract more and more and more and more debt. So if you want your money to grow, if you want to be financially sufficient, if you want to be financially wealthy, guess what? That's what you're going to have to put out in the universe because that's what you will attract affirmations no. affirmations and more affirmations that's yeah. how life works that's how energy works yeah nothing attracts more money like money and um and the up it's say it's the same on the opposite you ever you ever not having money and then you can't get a nickel <laughs> yeah because you have no money the nickel is not attracted to you all right nickels don't go to empty pockets Nickels go to full pockets. So nothing attract money like money. So if you want to attract money, always keep money in you. And this is what um, this was one of my habits. Um, still is. I always have um, uh, 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 money in my my wallet. I, since COVID, I stopped doing that, but I still have some coins. Um, I usually always keep a hundred dollar bill on me. I never spend it, no matter what. $100 bill, no matter how much I don't have money, I will not spend it. And the reason I do that, it's because I don't use words like I'm broke. You got to eliminate those words because they're you're not broke. If you look anywhere around you right now within a, a hundred meters, anywhere, if you're standing in the so-called ghetto, let's call it the ghetto. If you're standing in the middle of the ghetto right now, you're standing in the middle of your acres of diamonds. You just can't see it. You're seeing a ghetto. That's it. But if you look at 100 meters in 
any direction, you, you're surrounded by millions of dollars because that ghetto that you call ghetto is very valuable. You just got to find a way to attract that money to you. Okay. So I like this. Um, and, I, and I put it down. I, I, I highlighted it and I wrote something against it. It says, be not misled, right, by thy own romantic desires to make wealth rapidly. Too many of us want it and want it now, right? Bill Gates said, we overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can achieve in 10 years, right? Do not misled by your own desires to make money or make wealth rapidly. It's not gonna happen. You gotta think long-term, leave the money there for 20 years, think, think 10. There's one thing I learned and, I, and, I, and, I, and this keep coming up in my research when I'm thinking about money. Every, all the wealthy people are talking about think 10, think 10, think 20. All right, everybody, think long-term. Of course, Lincoln, when you were younger, were you not ever taught to do like a five-year plan, a 10-year plan? No, hell no. We've been taught what's wrong. No. Nobody teaches. I don't know where you grew up, Lincoln. I have, I have to my learn. children put together a five-year plan and a 10-year plan. Well, good luck for you. That um, uh, you were very fortunate that you have people around you to who taught you that. I was not taught that. These things is what I have to learn later on in my life, and I learned them through doing business um, and attending business classes and seminars and workshops. I've spent well over two hundred grand on educating myself in the in, in the in the personal development world. You know, mm. so. Uh, you tell people that, they go, yeah, really? Yeah, over the years, I've spent tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars on myself, developing myself. You know, I, I was, I was I, you know, I'm attracted to personal development. And so whatever I could grasp to help me develop myself, I, I, I go to it. But um, that's how I learn how to make two-year plan, short-term, mid-term, long-term. When I was a kid, nobody taught me that shit. <laughs> my mm. my family didn't know anything about that short term, midterm, long term. <laughs> you know, no, you know. No, so. that's okay. Your family yeah. did the best they could. All right, Lincoln. Yeah. So you know what? Next week you and I are gonna get together. We're gonna um, we can you can either come to my place, we can go to the library, we'll figure it out. But we're going to um, put together a five and ten year goal plan. That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do it. Go through it. Get it together. Um, thanks for sharing that passage in the book. Um, hmm. Can I How say this that? before we go? I'll say this okay. before I go. Because it's... Um, uh, uh, small steps. A lot of people preach baby steps. Small steps. Right? One step at a time. And that is very much so should be your focus. Right? Small step. But um, there's something in the book that I read, and it, it basically equates to thinking big is thinking just right, right? But remember, greatness requires time to achieve and a lot of 
obstacles. So if you're thinking big to achieve something big, you got to give yourself time, 10, 20 years. And you got to know within that time frame that you're going to be you're going to be confronted with a lot of obstacles. So all you got to do is just prepare your obstacle muscles, your mental muscles, right? To navigate through these obstacles. So when they come, you don't allow them to throw you off your equilibrium. So that that 5, 10, 20 year plan is very important for big thinking because that 5, 10, 20 year plan is going to do in small steps at a time. That's my seven cents and I'm sticking to it. That's right. So the, the five, 10 year, 20 year plan is awesome, but there are times when you will need to tweak certain areas. Indeed. Things in li- life happens. Life happens. Indeed. So of you course. need to tweak stuff. Remain right. flexible to adjust. You must. Yeah. Part Lincoln, yes, would you refer this book to others? I would surely, it's an easy read. It's very simple. I surely re- recommend this book. We should drop the link in the bottom um, so, to Amazon so they could go and buy it on a Kindle. Kindle. You know, you can download it on your, on your smartphone these days. If you have a dumb phone, then that's on you. But I don't think anyone these days have a dumb phone. So you can download the Kindle, Kindle app and you can buy these books for, for cheap. Some of them are free if you go on Kindle. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some of them are free. So, and I take advantage of all the free ones too. So, <laughs> I know. Yeah. So it, it's, in, it's interesting. Sorry, you're talking about downloading the tap, going on Amazon and downloading the book. Okay, you would recommend it. We never really took the time to discuss the tablets, right? The tablets are like the Ten Commandments, but oh, yeah. um, there aren't that many. But it's about um, basically um the guide yeah for acquiring money right mm, yeah. do you think um it has anything to do with luck the reason why people are rich no there's a part in here that talks about that is, mm-hmm. is there a way to attract good luck um yes. yeah you can attract good luck um when you're when you're feeling lucky right um and how, how you do that, in my opinion, how you attract luck is by, um, uh, it's the same way money attract money, right? Um, it's the same well. way, yeah, wealth attracts wealth, right? So success attracts success, right? You call it poverty? I don't think so. Poverty attracts poverty, right? So it, I, the, that's, to me, that's how luck works. In my, in my opinion, when you talk about lucky, I think that luck is 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 timing, right? And when you're doing things, it's funny because when you're doing things and you're moving in certain directions, then all the people you need just start to show up out of nowhere. To me, mm-hmm. that's luck. The universe go and get everyone you need to help to conspire to help you achieve it. That's luck exactly. to me. That is my version of luck. Luck. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. How about you? That that that, that works, right? <laughs> that works. Yeah. The universe is always conspiring to help you. Yeah. So you can look at that as luck. You could look at that as opportunity. Yeah. Um, it's up to you. Everybody sees things differently through their lens. Yeah. That's right? that's my version of luck. Yeah. So if you ever do have the opportunity to pick up this book, also read 
um, the clay tablets from Babylon. It's very interesting. The way they wrote this book, it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, they also have a study guide to go with this book. Mm-hmm. I was reading through some of the questions and it has you write out your goals, where you'd like to be, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Found it very, very, very interesting. Um, Lincoln, what would you rate this book out of five? Um, this book is a five, um, you know, they, because it's going to help you. Uh, I really believe that it's very simple. It, it, the, the application is very easy, very simple also, and easy. Um, it's not complex. You don't have to be rich to do anything from it. It's just a, it's a five. It's a five. How about you? Thank you? I would actually, it's a good book. I would rate this book a four out of five. Okay. Um, It's a four because it is dated, but even though it is dated, it still applies. As I said, you replace the word goal with money. You replace the word gold with whatever you want to replace it with, and it applies. Applies within your business, it will apply with everything you do. Just replace that one word. it has, uh, it stood the test of time. People are still buying it. People are still reading it. It is a very good book. So I would give it a four out of five. Yes, Lincoln. You know, it, it, the, the principles haven't changed. Yeah. Because the, the principle to gain wealth has always been the same. That's why there's, yeah. been, there's always wealthy people in the world and always they call them poor people. So the principles of wealth has not changed for hundreds, if not thousands of yeah, years. The principles are still the same. So the principles is what he's talking about. Yeah. How did this book impact you? Was there any impact? Yes, yes. Um, You know, before we did the podcast on this book and I read it, um, I I, I purchased it again, um, I think a year ago. And I read the book and I was having a conversation. Actually, I called my buddy up and I go, dude, when was the last time you read, you read The Richest Man in Babylon? And he goes, oh, man, 20 years ago. I said, me too. That was when I read it. I said, I just bought it. I'm reread it. And I think that was last year. And, That's uh, how it ended up on our book list because you mentioned the book. Yeah. And I said to him, I said, you got you to gotta, um, you gotta pick it up again, dude, because it's along the line where we're with, because me and him is doing some stuff. I said, it's right along the line of what we're doing. And um, and it's very inspiring, very motivating. So you should go and get it again. And he went and bought it and he called me back and he goes, dude, this was good. I'm so happy. Blah, 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 blah. So we're, it's, it has a, a, a big impact on me. And um, actually, I, I, I sent it to my daughter as well. I, I love how all the books that we read yeah. You send them to your daughter. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. It's, it's, this is a good book. You need I to would, read it. Mm-hmm. You need yeah. to? Read it. Okay. So yeah. I would give this book uh, two thumbs up. Two thumbs up for me. Yeah. I, I got four going up right now. Two toes and two thumbs. <laughs> you're special, Lincoln. I've always very, said that you're really, special, really, like really, really special. special. And very special. What is your sweetener for today? The sweetener for today is um, there's so much. There is so much. 
But here's the here's here's what you do, my sweetener is think big, start small, and think long term. Think big. I'm reading a book now by Seth Golden, The Practice. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Think big, start small, do it every day, and think long-term. That's my sweetener, and I'm sticking to it. Awesome. My sweetener, everybody knows what my sweetener is. One-tenth, one-tenth, and one-tenth. I'm mixing it up. Ooh, I'm throwing exactly. it in the I threw it in my sweeteners. I'm mixing it up, baby. We're going to have some sweet lemonade. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yes, Lincoln. And on that note, is there anything else you'd like to add, Lincoln? No, I'm good, folks. The, the one thing I'd like to say is to please, 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 please give us a thumbs up and, and um, leave a comment that if you like what we're talking about, if you have any suggestions what we about something that we should discuss, please, we take the time, go do the research and bring it to you and, uh, and help you as much as we can. So you don't need to, right? So if you have a suggestion and about something that you'd like us to break down and you like the way we break things down, then um, reach out to us, all right? Leave it, put it in the comment slot. So do this, guys. We'd like to hear about that, all right? Awesome. All right. So Lincoln, mm -hmm. on that up. note, I would mm -hmm. like to thank our audience for making lemonade with us today. Mm -hmm. Be good lemonade. to yourself. Mm -hmm. Give thanks for all that you have because mm -hmm. you do have a lot. Indeed. Awesome. And please, 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 please email us at info at lemonadelounge.com. If you have any questions or if you'd like to be on our show, that's info at lmnaidlounge.com. Thanks for joining us today. Happy Monday, folks, and have an, an awesome, wonderful week. Take care, folks. Good job, Nicola. <laughs>